Okay, uh, very good morning uh, and welcome back to week four of the Arcadum podcast. Uh, delighted to have the team with us again this morning. So thanks very much, everybody, for taking the time out of your day. So recently we went to uh, our first ever sort of virtual event, if you will, which was the East and West Virtual Expo. One of the things I want to talk about today is just to sort of get people's thoughts and views on the event. Um, and we're going to then talk a little bit about what the differences are, what we've found in terms of going to a digital event and an actual physical event itself and the differences between them. And just sort of get a couple of stories um, and get a couple of ideas and thoughts and stuff from, from the team of what you think so far. So first off, Philip and Christian, what do you think of the uh, the event to a couple of weeks ago? We, we didn't know, know really what to expect going in. Um, I say it was very well organized by the organizers. Uh, and it was a bit of an experience for us, uh, just walking around in a virtual environment compared to uh, walking on the actual floor um, as you do at the normal conferences. Uh, but overall, uh, we were quite uh, positively surprised. Uh, and I think uh, from an arcade standpoint, uh, it was a successful first event, uh, virtual event. Yeah, I agree. I, f- I think, you know, it's, it's different from a real life conference because as Christian said, you know, walking around a real conference is a lot different. It was interesting to walk around the virtual one, you know, see some stands uh, up close, some of the game demos that they have. And some people are playing music at their stands, which was really reminded you of conferences like ICE. Um, I think it was a learning curve for us as well, because it's the first time we've ever done something like this. So, you know, practice makes perfect. And when you're used to being in a physical environment, it's totally different in a digital environment. So I think we took a lot from it and we can look forward to our next one in the future. So I suppose really, you know, for me, complete obvious differences aside of one's being a virtual and, and, and one's a physical, what are the sort of main sort of similarities and difference between this live, you know, event um, that you go to physically and you meet people and all that sort of stuff and the virtual one itself? I think the difference is for me, the way you chat to people is very different. So people would contact you after email, with email or they chat to you in the conference. You're missing that physical interaction. When I speak to people, when I go to these conferences like ICE or Sigma or anything like that, I always appreciate that kind of talking to someone face to face, you know, because in the gambling industry as well, you talk to people a lot on Skype or Slack or a very other means of communication. And then when you meet at these conferences, some people, you know, they live in Sweden or they live in the UK and you don't get to see them a lot. So it's actually nice to go to these uh, physical conferences and meet and then meet face to face, grab a drink, talk a bit of business, you know, get to know people. And I miss that aspect in the kind of the virtual side, I think. That then one of the main challenges then of the virtual and, and the physical, because obviously gaming events in itself are a fantastic opportunity for us to go and, you know, network like crazy, you know, from the moment you wake up and you get your first cup of coffee and you're standing in line till, you know, late at night when everybody's out and they're meeting in the after parties and all that sort of stuff. You know, how challenging was it in the, in the virtual sense to sort of network to that level in a, in a virtual event? It's always harder in a virtual environment to network uh, the same way as to do in, um, uh, in a physical event. Uh, however, there was some, there's always some good chat rooms and you have options to send uh, messages, as Philip said, instant messages that can be read a bit later or, or email people uh, if, for example, we're around North of stand. But it, it, it does take away a little bit um, from, from the whole event thing because as you touched the base on as well, um, at, um, the whole thing taking uh, clients out, so there's a little bit, of, little bit of whining and dining as well involved in normal events. Always, yeah. Um, so I think that's the biggest difference we saw. 
but communication wise, I think everything was very, worked quite smoothly. Um, it's still a few hiccups with the virtual conferences, I, I believe, and I think there's a few, few more steps that need to be taken to make it uh, closer to the real event. Uh, however, I see the company is doing a great job making it better and better every time there's a virtual event. Um, so I think with everything going on in the world now, I think we'll see more virtual events and we'll see uh, better interaction tools um, also implemented uh, to this event until we can actually go to the physical events again. Yeah, because I suppose that was going to be one of my lead-on questions because ultimately we are going to see, you know, as we're now sort of currently going to, I suppose, the second wave of this pandemic, we are going to see a lot of the big events, you know, move to the sort of digital only and the virtual space far more than I think we're ever going to see. And I don't know how, you know, live events are going to come back in and, you know, is there going to be social distancing rules and so on in place when we do actually get back to live events? So how do you think sort of from our perspective doing these events that maybe we can do something a little bit different next time or even sort of give advice to, to some of these virtual guys to, to sort of improve that interaction and, and more lifelike feel for us? Uh, well, from our side, I think uh, for the next event, we, 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 we've learned a lot from this event being the first one we did. Uh, for the next event, we will uh, definitely um, take all those lessons and bring us with us um, to make the stand better uh, and shinier uh, but when it comes to communication that, that, that's, a, that's a hard hard thing uh, one of the things I must say was the software was quite heavy because it's a 3d rendered software as you can imagine working around in a virtual environment uh, but, but these are the main it's the small things that that will make the experience much easier uh, the easier you have to communicate with someone the easier you have to load the software and walk around uh, the more people will attend this event, the more people will feel comfortable to attend it. Uh, and as well as the conference rooms they have there to make sure that it's, it's easy to access the conference room, it's easy to see what conference is going on in which hall and how many participants there is at each conference and has it started or are people waiting, uh, these small things. Uh, but I, I think it's the rest of the day well. Uh, for us, it's learning as well, uh, a learning curve. So we need to learn how these events work in more detail. Uh, but I believe after this one, East and West here, we're more prepared for the, the next one to pop up. Um, and we are looking forward to attend more virtual conferences as, as it seems to be. It's nothing we can escape at the moment. Uh, everything is going more and more online. And it, it, it's um, something that's in line with what's going through the world and also how we work as a company. Because as we touched on in the last podcast, we Many of our workers are remote workers. We all work from different places. So it's all about communication and getting the right tools for communication. And I suppose that leads on as well, because ultimately we are going to see an, an awful lot of these massive events that we're so used to going to and attending become digital. Um, you know, and again, you want to sort of try and gain and, and have that experience that you've gone to an event. It's, it's a totally different feeling, I think, from, mm-hmm. you know, going to a live event because you're meeting people, you're shaking people's hands. You know, as Phyllis said, you're going for a drink or as you said, Christine, you know, you're doing that sort of whining and dining of people because you want to get to know somebody that potentially you're going to do business with down the line. So yep. can you see Arcadum in the future um, taking more of a step into doing some more of these sort of digital events over the coming um, months? I think for sure we'll do the digital events 
you know, it's a great way to kind of get Arcane's brand out there, you know, speak to customers, speak to potential clients. But I think once the pandemic hopefully, you know, is resolved, uh, maybe with a vaccine or whatever the resolution is, I think live events are going to come back in force, um, especially in the gambling industry, because people like to go to these big live events, not just casinos or providers, affiliates and, you know, end users themselves, uh, players. And I was actually speaking to Andrew yesterday just in general about uh, some funny stories that we've had from live events in the past and how much we kind of miss, you know, going to these kind of events. I think they will come back. The virtual ones, I think, will carry on during the pandemic. But I can see as soon as this pandemic is over, I really do believe the uh, physical ones will come back in in force. Yes. I think I totally agree with you because I think a lot of the, the sort of iGaming people like to meet and meet up and discuss business. And I think as, as Christian said, sometimes, you know, those, those next events that as each of the, you know, event providers learn from this sort of first virtual event to say, you know, how easy it is to get people in and out, how easy people to book a room and so on and so forth, um, and have more of a, a social aspect to it. And I think that way it's going to be more successful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brilliant. All right. Well, listen, that's all the questions I have this week. So again, thank you very much indeed for taking the time. I know it was a short one this week, but thanks very much for, for, your, for, your, for your listening and, and for your adding comments, everybody. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks very much. And hopefully we look forward to getting you on another podcast next week, guys. All right. Take, take care. care guys. Thanks, thanks everybody. Thank